Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Tonight on the show, Zach, we are talking primary school love stories. Dom, you know the big difference between primary school love stories and adult love stories? Yeah. Now, as an adult, you don't need a messenger anymore. <laughs> you don't need anyone to go and tell the person you like you like. And remember that position? So you're saying no longer, it's not like the person carries the envelope to your crush. You go over to your crush now yourself. Yeah, remember you could be dating someone and you'd never, you'd never talk. You could go through like having a crush, yes. dating and breaking up and you've never talked to the person. See, it's pretty similar actually to what my uh, primary school <laughs> love story was, which I'll share shortly. But it's just giving me an amazing idea for nightclubs. I think they should employ people to talk to your crush for you. The girl on the other side of the bar who you're interested in, they go over and tell the girl. Well, it worked great in grade two. I can't imagine why it wouldn't work as an adult. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, this is Trash TV Poetry where we turn a current affair theme, stories and characters into what I feel like is high-class art. If you've watched a current affair before, you'd know it's all about the uh, the dodgy tradies and the germs that are going to kill you. And it's just, it's it's too much put down, I think. So what this is, is a collab. Yes. A collab. Right. <laughs> Not or, a collab. I don't the, know what that is. The L's. Make the L's silent. It sounds more arty. <laughs> That's true. It's a co-ab. Uh, where I provide the first line and then a current affair finishes off the poem. Beautiful. The first poem tonight, Dom, um, it's kind of a story about when allergies get too much. Roses are red. The crown belongs to the king. Well, now the mum who says she's allergic to, well, everything. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Tracy's pause. Isn't, isn't Tracy's delivery just oh. perfect for poetry? You know what I've always said is you need to take this to a slam poetry night and have Tracy next to you. Well, our second poem tonight, Dom, um, is a more serious one. Okay. It's about how you can get drugs anywhere these days. Roses are red. You ski in the snow. This is the servo where you can fill up your car and grab a bong to go. <laughs> they were selling bongs at a server. That's oh. what that story was. <laughs> and how did a current affair find this server? Uh, they have insiders. Also, also, surely that's a matter for the police, not a current affair. <laughs> they seem to meddle where it's not their business more often than not. Well, this might be a case of that as well with our last poem tonight, Dom. Okay. Uh, the theme, health and safety or lack of. Roses are red. You use polish to shine. The Chinese diner caught hanging meat over steel coat hangers on a backyard clothesline. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. 131060, we want to hear your primary school love stories, Zach. Uh, this has surfaced on Reddit over the past few days. An uncle found a letter that his niece in grade five was written by a boy who's interested in her. It's beautiful. A little boy wrote this to a little girl. Is that the right? That's the story. Grade five year old. So I think, how old's grade five? Ten. Ten-ish? All right. So this is the letter. Just be ready for your heart to melt yep. here, by the way. Dear Abby, your eyes remind me of the evening sky. My heart felt like broken glass until I saw you. And then I felt like I had every Pokemon ever. Isn't that a touching? Touch. I love how you play Zelda even when people think it's weird. If you liked me, it would be my first ever victory. Love, and then his name's omitted for privacy reasons, obviously, because that will be embarrassing in 10 years' time for him. But isn't that just a beautiful love story? At 10 years old, what a way to express your feelings. Oh, uh, knowing how most men emo- uh, express their emotions, it will be downhill from there. And by the way, 
if any females out there want that translated, yes. there's no greater feeling mm. than having all the Pokemon. Oh, having all the Pokemon. <laughs> if you are compared, if a guy ever compares you to having all the Pokemon, you know you found true love. In fact, that that's could, a keeper. It could almost be wedding vows, what's written there, Zach. <laughs> it should be. That's a good idea. <laughs> but this is why we want to ask on 131060 your primary school love stories because. I think everyone makes a bit of an idiot of themselves with because love. Because people think they know what love is in primary school, oh. and they're keen to jump in, Yes, but they haven't read the instruction booklet, have they? <laughs> and so, you know, maybe you've never met your partner, mm. and maybe you never actually talk, oh. but that's what a primary school relationship is. Isn't it? Year five for me, Zach. We're going back to 2003. Caitlin Smith. Tell me what happened, Dom. Oh, she was Were new to the school. Were her eyes like a night sky? I uh, still remember the first day she came to the school. And I'd never had a crush before. Instantly, I felt love. And that was I, your first time. That was my first crush. I was a bit of a late bloomer. So you didn't know what love was? I didn't know what love was. What are these feelings inside of me? This is weird. This is odd. Uh, and I obviously thought I'd contact her in the appropriate way of writing her love letters and getting my guest friend Gary to message them to her. <laughs> How did Gary feel about this? He was on board. Yeah, he was keen. Wingman, early <laughs> age. <laughs> a few weeks in. No reply from Caitlin. Oh, gee. That's not good. I was heartbroken and I moved on, Zach. Well, I say moved on. I'm still hurt by this. Until I found out some years later, Gary never delivered the messages. (laughs) Caitlin and I could have been true love. So Caitlin doesn't even know. She never found out. If Gary had given her those letters, who knows what my life would be now. What was Gary doing? Does Gary have a secret crush on it? And he Uh, was sabotaging it. I'm not sure, but it's fair to say Gary's not in my life anymore. That friendship was over the moment he broke my heart in behalf of her. Maybe that's the problem you're having on Tinder. Maybe none of your <laughs> messages are going through. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I keep telling myself, at least. Uh, 131060, we want to know your primary school love stories. Claudia, tell us your story. Okay. Well, I used to catch a bus to school. It took me an hour. Oh. Um, yeah, it was a very long trip. Yeah. And I had a guy who used to get on down the road from me. We never spoke. We went to different schools. And I spent a lot of time looking at the back of his head until one day he turned around and stared at me and oh. my heart fluttered. I fell in love a little bit and a couple of weeks later, my mum changed my school and oh. I was no longer catching that bus. No. Oh, the true love was ruined, Zach. Love at first sight of the back of the head. The <laughs> classic is, love story. Isn't that the dream as well? The, the boyfriend or the girlfriend from another school. Boy meets girl. Oh. Girl changes school. Yes. Tragic ending. Prue, what's your your primary school love story? Mine? Yes, Prue. (laughs) Okay, so when I was in grade 8, first year of high school back in the day, 2002, I went to a disco and uh, had the pleasure of dancing with the boy that I liked. Oh, yes. And then decided that I would write a really nice love letter Mm. and get my friend to give it to him the next day at school. And instead of just passing on the letter, she rubbed out my name and put hers and gave it to him. And then they were dating. Oh, true. That is uh, awful uh, from your point of view. But what a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is great thinking there. (laughs) Adapt yourself to a romantic person and just rub their name and put yours in. It's a genius move. That's actually how Barack Obama became president. (laughs) It was Hillary Clinton. He erased her name, put his name in. He was elected. Uh, Katie, wrap this up for us. What's your primary school love story? Uh, It's a bit of a tragic one. Um, I had a crush on a boy named Harley Davidson. Mm. Um, and I was going to tell him how I felt in grade five, and I went into the playground to tell him, and a girl called Catherine 
decked me in front of everybody. Oh no! Oh. I know. Why did she do awful. that? Did she? Did she like I Harley? Know. I reckon maybe. But the funny thing is, a couple of years ago, um, I actually bumped into him, and he's at, he was a carny at the Echo Showgrounds. Right. So, Katie, how do you yeah. feel about that? Oh, I don't know. He looks like he was having fun. He still looks awesome. <laughs> what so. is the most Sorry, important thing? Hang on. Katie, what, what did you say his name was? His name was Harley Davidson. Is it possible he's given you a fake name? <laughs> <laughs> no. no I'm, I, look, I'd love, to, I'd love to say that, but that was legitimate, his name. <laughs> and then after that, Katie dated Kawasaki. <laughs> <laughs> the late night drives this is collective noun on hit 105 now uh, zach i was portrayed by someone very important to me uh this week um he often wears a red wig he's uh in most places very plastic uncle leo <laughs> ronald mcdonald oh okay sorry and, that's uh, just uh... <laughs> childhood memories for you i uh, know i'm thinking uh, the, the overall company of mcdonald's let me down this week um that's sad to hear because mcdonald's yes. have been by your side for a long time Doc. they have been uh, and I've st- uh, stood by them as well. But I went through the drive-thru and I ordered a um, six-nugget meal. And you know when you've gotten yourself worked up for McDonald's? Mm. At that stage, you're excited, you're ready, you're You can celebrating. taste the nuggets in your mouth. Oh, by the time you pull up to the speaker box, you basically may have already started eating. Which is why I was shocked to hear this come back at me. So the nugget's fine, the drink fine, but we have no fries at the moment. I've never had that before. You've never had no fries? I've had uh, no frozen Coke. Yep. I've had no soft serve ice cream. Never no fries. Have you ever had, we do have soft serve ice cream. No, that's true. I've <laughs> never <laughs> I'm not actually sure anyone's ever bought a soft serve <laughs> from McDonald's. I think the machine's always broken. <laughs> Suspicious. Um, but so they didn't have fries. So that was the first betrayal. The second betrayal came with, would you like a fruit bag instead? No. <laughs> No. Are you serious? I think I laughed. You know, okay, so sometimes if you don't have Coke, people say, is Pepsi okay? And yes. you're like, yeah, they're pretty similar. Yeah. No one is working their way up to fries, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, an apple is the same thing. Oh, exactly, right? Here's some, I've come up with some acceptable substitutes. Yeah. Chicken McVites would have been okay. That's, but then you're having chicken nuggets and chicken McVites. I'm just saying that would have been, an, uh, that wouldn't have been offensive as sure. a sort of suggestion. Maybe, what about... Is it chicken two waves? <laughs> Uh, what about a hash brown? Hash that's brown, a good solution. That's, that's probably solution. the most obvious one I can think of. That's what I think they're even made in the same machine. But not a fruit bag. I mean, that's if I wanted a fruit bag, I wouldn't be going to McDonald's. You know, could you imagine if it was the reverse? If you went to a fruit shop and you said, <laughs> hey, can I have an apple? And they're like, nah, is fries okay? For the uni students pulling an all-nighter, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. We're playing the game that tests how well everyone knows Brisbane. Collective nouns, guess your address. On 131060, if you're heading home at the moment, what we need to know is your road, the direction you're travelling, and your minutes from home. From that information, can we guess the suburb you live in? Our first contestant tonight is Cara. Cara, what's your road, direction, and minutes from home? Uh, Brisbane Road, five minutes, and southwest. What was what road was that? Brisbane Road. Brisbane Road. Brisbane Road. Five minutes from. That's a tough. I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you, Dom. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know Brisbane Road. <laughs> I can't say I've heard of Brisbane Road either, Cara. What other roads are you near? Big roads. Um, the closest thing I can think of is the Cunningham Highway. Okay. Oh, out west. Okay, basically. So, oh, Dom, I'm just going to take a stab. What are you feeling about Centenary? Is that a suburb? I don't know. I don't think that's a suburb. Yes, it is. Is it? Centenary Park, I think. Centenary I'm Park. Um, I don't think that's, that's not correct. 
No. No. Okay. okay. Well, we won't kind of get that one. It was no. a rough start. <laughs> Look, Never uh, before have we been so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when, you know, in AFL, if you're kicking for goal and you go out of bounds on the floor at your first attempt. It's not it's a okay. great start. It's a warm-up. It's a warm-up. Uh, Yvonne's on the line. Yvonne, what's your road direction and minutes from home? Up on the M1, uh, going south, and probably 10, 15 minutes from home. All right. I am the Southside expert, Zach. Uh, what part of the M1 are you on at the moment, Yvonne? Uh, just passing through uh, Annalie. Annalie. Okay, so ten, fresh did from you say the city. Ten, 10 to 15 minutes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 10 probably. Yvonne, can I ask you a question? Is there a movie theatre in your home suburb? Yes. There is. Okay. okay. Well, now I'm starting to think there's two movie theatres down that way, Zach. What are you thinking? Obviously, you've got the Garden City, uh, the Westfield Garden mm-hmm. City, which is in Upper Mount Cravat, or you've got the Logan Hyperdome, which I don't know what suburb the Logan I reckon Upper Mount Cravat. That's what I'm thinking. 15, 15? Yeah. Actually, no, that does add up. That's around the area. Is it Mount Cravat, Yvonne? No, it's not. Oh! What was it? Sunnybank? Sunnybank! Sunnybank. Oh, I forgot the Sunnybank cinemas. Oh. Oh, That's I unfortunate, Dom. I feel like I'll let everyone down uh, there. Jack, uh, road direction and minutes from home, what do you got for us? Uh, 35 minutes north of Wynnum Road. 35 okay. minutes north. Are you going to be taking a tunnel, Jack? No. No. Okay, so you, I assume going through the city then, Dom, would you think? Uh, I imagine you'd be passing through the city, Jack. Uh, yes. Okay, yes. so okay. okay, 35 minutes. So I reckon that's about... Uh, 15 minutes into the north side, you yes, might say. it's about right. Uh, Jack, what m- other major roads might you be going on on your journey? Uh, Dolly's Rock. Oh, gee. Do you okay. know this one, Zach? Yeah, You're the north, north side expert. Um, so that's north, Dom. That's a little bit up the M1. A little um, bit up the M1, okay. I was actually, that's where I got booked recently on Dolly's Rock Road. <laughs> Well, bring back lovely memories for and you. And to be honest, I was only there because I was lost. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know this. What area? What suburbs are we talking around that area? I don't know. It's like maybe it's a bit south of like Kalanga. Right. Okay. Um, mm. I'm going to say Forest Lake. Forest Lake. You've No, mate. I'm going to overrule you. Forest no, Lake no, is no, out no, west. No, no. So I'm thinking the other one. What's the other North lake? Lakes? North Lakes. <laughs> North Lakes. Forest Lake would have been an awful. I, I'm Jack, glad I intervened. We're going North Lakes. North Lakes? Uh, no. You're what close. Is, what You're was very it? very close. What was it? It's Griffin. Oh. Griffin, ah, oh, so Nine close. from three, Dom. This Look. is a horrible effort. Um, and I don't think we even knew what the road was for the first one. So this is our worst performance in Guess Your Address. We're usually much better. <laughs> <laughs> this is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach, it's, uh, it's council pickup time in my area at the moment. And I saw what looked to be a brand new barbecue out the front of someone's house the other day. Now, my question, are they giving that away? Great question. And Dom, you've come to the right place. I'm an experienced council pickup. Okay, right. Um, scavenger. Okay. Uh, because when I was 18, I furnished a whole home. <laughs> I moved out of home and we had very little. Right. So we went to Fig Tree Pocket. Yeah. Because we went, is that a more expensive suburb? Uh, it's a bit more ritzy. Yeah. yeah. We thought if we went to a, a better place, right. they might throw out good furniture. Was that the case? No. No. <laughs> was, well, was, but we filled a house with free furniture. But I think generally the rule is people who are wealthy have become wealthy because they're smart with their right. possessions and their wealth. Well, you live in life. <laughs> um, so what I've learned, though, is it's a tough line because mm. the danger is if you're just a person every day, yeah. don't put anything on your front lawn during council pickup <laughs> because rubbish or not, it will be taken. And that's the difficulty that oh, you might have run into here. I've lost things before as well. Have no, you? I have, yeah. Shut up. No, genuinely, we've put things out the front and then lost them. 
numerous things. I used to put my so I used to play cricket in the driveway, and we'd leave like cricket stumps no, and the cricket bat different. out there, and it would be taken. No one, no one's picking up cricket gear because they think it's council pickup. Uh, no, 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 because it would be right where everyone's council pickup would go. They took our cricket gear twice. You, I lost two sets of stumps. And your car was gone as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so the barbecue. The other one that's always gotten me before is when they put out like a flat screen TV. Yes, because that looks so tempting, but they're always like irreparable. My friends picked up a flat screen TV in council pickup. Uh, pretty well. I don't think the greens come through too well, but just don't watch cricket. <laughs> For the shift workers going through the night, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Zach, I was uh, reading a pretty dull news story today, and I scrolled down to the bottom of it. And do you know what it had down the bottom? It had information uh, correct at time of printing. Do Boring. You, oh, do you know how long it would take to make sure the, the news that that person had written was correct? i got a question for you, Dom. Yeah. Do you think it would be a more interesting story if oh. it wasn't correct? Well, here's the thing. They're interviewing people like the head of the Reserve Bank of Australia. Uh. You could say you interviewed someone on the moon if you didn't have to worry about it being correct. <laughs> That's what I've always said the biggest problem with the news is. Yes. They worry too much on it being factual mm. and not enough about it being interesting. You're talking about news ratings. I reckon there'd be a lot more people who watch the news every night if they just threw the truth out the window. I wish there was a news report like that, that didn't worry about the news being true. Mm. It was just like hard line information, no truth. Like this, maybe. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Justin Bieber tied his own shoelaces. I'm just proud that I did it by myself. Didn't have other people come in and tell me what to do. Also, Bruno Mars' parents told him he's not allowed on social media anymore. So, I can text message and I can call. And that's it. And Donald Trump wants his supporters to track down creepy clowns. I hear too many bad stories, so go check out areas, because a lot of bad things happen. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Guys, if you listened to the show before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And if you want to get onto the Collective Noun Forum, it is such an affordable ticket price entry. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave a five-star rating, that's your ticket in, and then you can write whatever you want in the review, Zach, and join in the family. That's all we ask. It's a small offering. Big reward. Absolutely, Zach. We're going to start this <laughs> week with Unigirl underscore 97. She says, just from hearing and reading some of the reviews, I think you guys could produce Hit 105's own Bachelor, starring your producer Michael as the Batchy. Seems to be a popular fella for the ladies. Sure. And a shout out to Michael for again writing that review. <laughs> <laughs> Unigirl 97 this time, Michael. You Do you know are... any Unigirls 97, Michael? <laughs> All right, Michael, jump on the microphone here. Um, you, are, you obviously have seen bits and pieces of The Bachelor. How would you feel about being the star of that show? Oh, look, I, uh, it sounds like something I'd have fun on. Could you describe love for us, Michael? <laughs> oh, this will be fun. A mutually beneficial relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, put that in the well, wedding vows. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, you know, your eyes are like a mutually beneficial relationship. <laughs> One of the great Shakespeare quotes. Michael's going to be the only person who, at his wedding, when they go to sign the paperwork, will bring out reading glasses and say, let me just read this contract. Can we have an amendment on this bit? What would you be looking for in a woman, Michael? If she studied accounting, that's pretty good. Or like economics, something that'll um, help. Really? Yeah, because I'm assuming she'd be good with investments. Okay, so you're looking for a practicality long term. Do you want a woman, uh, like a a girlfriend, a romantic partner, or a business partner? (laughs) But as I said, uh, mutually beneficial, why not both? Okay, so you want someone with an economic background. 
Mm. Um, is and that also to, take our sort of business marketing. Uh, yeah. Is that a yin to your yang? Are you saying would that complete the partnership? In that I can offer absolutely nothing in regards okay. to businesses, yes. If you were like doing the setup, so you know, I don't know if you've seen The Bachelor. Ah, uh, yes. They get The Bachelor to introduce themselves and often there's some music under it. In fact, should I get some romantic music up? <laughs> yeah. And we will get Michael to introduce himself for the new season of The Bachelor. Okay, I'll do the voiceover. Okay, just give me a second sure. here. Ladies and gentlemen... Our new bachelor, Michael Parente. He explains his ideal date. Um, uh, maybe real estate shopping. But not to move <laughs> in together, just for future investments. <laughs> what he's looking for in a woman. Um, smarts, um, good family background, good <laughs> genes. Not that I necessarily want kids either, but I'd like the option. And... <laughs> and for the ladies still around. <laughs> Michael describes his ideas on romance. Zach used the phrase ying to my yang before. Yep. Um, yeah, the other 50% of our future small business to be turned into empire. Okay, so they need to be ruthless. <laughs> and uh, and don't worry, ladies. Michael will treat you to a very romantic date. Here's what he'd do. Um, how do you feel about like hardcore film criticism? Just like <laughs> diving in deep to sort of 1980s Fincher You also like hardcore thing. music, don't you? How did you describe it? Or am, uh, I, am I? Is a genre? Is too broad? Um, I would tend towards metalcore, okay, bit of deathcore, okay. but also techno. Okay, is, cool. And this is interesting now, Zach, because over the past few weeks we've had a number of women uh, leave reviews talking about Michael and, and being attracted to him. Have we just killed that off in one swoop? I don't know, or made it more. That's true. You know, there could be a real estate loving uh, accountant <laughs> out there with a, obviously a clean gene pool, which I'm not sure if you're allowed to ask, <laughs> who he... likes techno. Uh, what did you say? Techno music? Techno. Uh, to be honest, again, you like whatever you want. As long Michael. as the crowd is sweaty at a concert, just jump and That's dancing good. around. Michael, do you go into first dates with a checklist and a pen? I've had a lot of first and not many second dates. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> so that's a yes, apparently. All right, well, look, uh, Michael, well, you know what? We might know somebody. We'll put you in touch. We'll see if we can get Michael Pronto on The Bachelor 2017. And um, Girl 97 if you'd still like Michael's number, you think you tick all those boxes, <laughs> send it through. Uh, Unigirl97 wraps up uh, by saying, thanks for making me laugh by myself when I'm supposed to be finishing 3,000 word essays. Quick tip, if your degree makes you do 3,000 word essays, Get a different degree. That's too many words. Uh, my degree, which I haven't finished officially finished, um, <laughs> I got to write essays on the 1980s cartoon Transformers. Okay. Actually, can we talk about your uni history? Um, well, so here's the interesting thing about you. How close are you to having a uni degree? I've done it all. You've done it all. I just haven't put the paperwork in. <laughs> and when did you finish doing it all? Yeah. Four years? <laughs> You know, there's a period of time. Yeah, about four years ago. I think there's a period of time. and then you I know, can't. I'm getting really worried about it. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, we'll move now on to Soph underscore L underscore W. She says she's going to be in Brisbane in a couple of months, just for a few days before heading to the Gold Coast. Is there anything we'd recommend doing well in Brisbane? So there's South Bank Beach, uh, which is like, it is a really good looking beach. Mm. So this is a beach in the middle of the city. It's yes. an artificial beach in the similar way that you'd have artificial turf. Yes. This is an artificial uh, beach. It looks amazing in the photos. Uh. There's a lot of chlorine in there. <laughs> you can smell it from a long way away. And the reason for that is because it's public. It's affectionately known as a public toilet, more it's, or less. It's affectionately known as hepatitis beach. <laughs> Actually, aren't they using it for one of the Survivor Challenges for the finale? Just That's go actually in. where they're camped out currently. <laughs> <laughs> if you walk by there, you can visit your Survivor favourites. 
just go in the water and you win. That's the that's the challenge. Yeah, South Bank's actually pretty cool. I like South Bank. I love South Bank too. Um, just you know, maybe don't swim at the beach. There's better places if you want to swim, especially if you go to the Gold Coast. You get good beaches there. If you're gonna stop by Brisbane though for a few days, the few things you got to do. You have to pay a, uh, a pilgrimage visit to Stefan's Needle, which we've mentioned on the, the forum before. We can, you can do this all in one trip. You can do South uh, yep. Bank. Stefan's Needle is just behind South Bank. Yep. It's uh, the not too high uh, sky needle that sometimes works. It's a bit underwhelming, but I think you've got to pay your respects there. You, you have to have someone pointed out because you won't know what it is. <laughs> You'll walk straight past it. You will. Um, so visit Stefan's Needle. Um, apart from that, I don't know. Is there much else to do in, in Brisbane? Uh, there's the Wally Lewis statue. That's a little bit further out. That's there's true. a 4X... Um, Brewery <laughs> factory, which is our Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. <laughs> there's, there's, um, there's Oompa in that. Yes. Uh, they're not from the magical land of Oompa Those They've just had way too much alcohol <laughs> for way too long. Actually, I, I do think nobody's ever gone in and nobody's ever come out of the Forex Brewery. So that would uh, add up. They should do Forex Golden Tickets. Oh, why have they not thought of that? Oh. You need to get a job in their marketing team. That's copyrighted yeah. for this podcast. <laughs> All right. The Forex Golden Ticket campaign is coming soon. Uh, you can see that from Suncourt Stadium, mm. uh, which is where you can visit Wally Lewis statue. Yep. Um, who is the king of Lang Park. I think that's that's fair to um, say. And I think you're probably pretty much done then. There's a 24-hour Woolworths near the airport. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's how low we're going. <laughs> Uh, but look, if you are from uh, Brisbane or you know Brisbane well, and you can think of anything else maybe that Sophie should do while she's here, leave it in the forum. We'd love to give her more travel tips. We can be like the lonely planet, I think, for Sophie. Uh, a very specific getaway. <laughs> exactly. Very underwhelming, low budget <laughs> getaway as well. And uh, lastly, Zach, I listen to your podcast, has said that he hasn't missed a podcast yet. He's actually listed his five favorite podcast moments uh, on the Collective Noun Forum. Go have a look there if you want to see what he's listed. That's a good run, not missing a podcast, isn't that's it? That's Im- impressive. I mean, uh, that's, uh, that's consistency. Do you know what I mean? It reminds me in school, didn't a kid used to, did you win, at some schools, a kid would win a prize for not missing a day. Did that happen at your school? Uh, not so much that. Um, if so, then I'm, I want to figure out where my prize was. Cause did you not miss a day? Oh, no. Of course I did. I had sick days all the time. <laughs> I, well, no, I actually don't know if, I would have had very few sick days, but many days. you went to school and left. Yeah, many days that ended up in the sick bay. The, <laughs> <laughs> they renamed it. You know, you know how some alumni get like libraries <laughs> named after them? They have the dumb face sick day. It even rhymes. <laughs> it's so funny, actually, that you say that because Mrs. Flowers, who worked on the front desk, I'd walk into the office and she'd be like, "Sick bay." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "To the left." <laughs> I think I use that more than everyone else in the school combined. Uh, great place for naps, though, the sick bay. If you uh, know anybody or you are still at school, just tell them, go to the sick bay for a nap. Did you have, was it like a bed that was like, had lino kind of on oh, it? It was like right. that thick plastic? Uh, obviously, uh, either scared of vomit or trying to not entice you to sleep there. Either way, I resisted. And somehow you had your like groove set into it. <laughs> <laughs> so like only you were comfortable uh, And also uh, all my friends thought it was weird that I brought a doona and pillow to school every day. I took them up there as well. You knew what you were doing. Of course I did. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but look, thank you so much for all your reviews. Uh, we'll be doing the Collective Noun Forum again on Monday's show. So if you haven't left a review yet, search for Collective Noun on iTunes, leave your five-star rating, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out on the show. Dom, this creepy, cra- uh, the creepy clown craze oh. has taken its latest victim, Ronald McDonald. I did hear about this today, that apparently McDonald's are, are nervous about putting him out for different events now because people are terrified of clowns. He's being sidelined. Uh, yes. He's currently doing what all celebrities do when they don't want to be spotted. He's wearing a hat, big sunglasses, <laughs> an oversized sweater, putting his hand in front of photographers' right. faces, 
Doesn't want to be seen. No, no, he's uh, checked into rehab, done all of the, <laughs> the celebrity hidden way things. That makes sense. So um, a statement from McDonald's, they've said they're being thoughtful in respect to Ronald McDonald's participation in community events as a result of the current climate around client sightings in communities. I understand where they're coming from. Mm. They don't want Ronald McDonald, this fun-loving clown, to be associated with the creepy, scary clowns. It does make me wonder how long until people start dressing up as Ronald McDonald. I don't want to put that thought in anyone's head. <laughs> That's actually there. happened overseas, Dom. Has it? In England, apparently, yeah. Uh, but so see, the, the this tra- is what they're trying to avoid. Oh, right. They don't want Ronald McDonald well, to get bad press. Yes. Well, the tragic thing here is we're talking about McDonald's, which is one of the happiest things in people's lives. Exactly. Alongside one of the scariest things in people's lives, the clown crew. Well, this is the point I want to make, Dom. They're concerned about Ronald McDonald's public image. Yep. I feel like when you dig a little deeper mm. and look into the people he currently hangs out with, <laughs> it's a little bit sus. <laughs> oh, are you saying that maybe Ronald McDonald is more involved in this than we think? Or maybe he's more suspicious than we think? I just think for someone who wants to distance themselves from bad publicity, <laughs> right. he hangs around some shady characters. He does, actually. Because his crew, yes. the people he associates with, when you think about it, are very weird. <laughs> well, to begin with, you've got the Hamburglar. Well, we've got the Hamburglar, right? Yes. Criminal. So, He's a thief. Yep. He um basically every time he's with Ronald McDonald, mm. he tries to steal hamburgers. <laughs> like if I tried to do that in McDonald's, right? Yes. They wouldn't laugh it off. They'd call the police. And more importantly, isn't Ronald McDonald the guy who started the McDonald's business? How are you still friends with someone who keeps stealing from you? The hamburger has a problem. He's yeah. a kleptomaniac. <laughs> exactly. Right? He doesn't need friends. He needs an intervention. <laughs> yep. No, that's fair. That's a sus character. Then we've got Birdie. Do you know uh, Birdie? Uh, Bert, does she have like flying goggles on her head? Yeah. So yeah. this is what's weird about Birdie. Birdie okay. is a giant bird. Yeah. However, when I was a kid, I had a toy where Birdie was flying a plane. Right. Why is a bird flying a plane, Dom? Yes. Is that suspect to you? That It'd is be odd. like a dolphin riding a jet ski, right? <laughs> they don't need to do it. If she needs the plane, something weird's happening. And finally, we have Grimace. Now, he's oh. the large purple blob who can barely speak. Yes. What's going on there? <laughs> Why is that a kid's mascot? That is weird. Um, I mean, I wonder what the origin of Grimace was. Do you know what it is? Yeah. Do you know Barney the Dinosaur? Yeah. It's the result of Barney the Dinosaur getting fired and going on a week-long bender. I <laughs> say <laughs> so you get Grimace. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach, uh, I think we might have advanced too much with technology. I think it's time we put a halt on technology. Yeah, it's gone too far. Yeah, oh, that's my opinion. I'm glad you share it with me without even hearing my preposition. Oh, I hate technology. <laughs> I'm hiding an Amish beard. <laughs> All the time. That's impressive. Yeah, I've got a fake chin on. <laughs> That's really impressive. Does it lose the point, though, if you hide the beard? Uh, no, it's still within the rules. Okay. Uh, I have not been updated recently with the Amish rules, so I'll take your word Haven't for that. Haven't you seen my horse and carriage in the car park every night? Oh, I wonder what that yeah, was about. Yeah, so that's what that's about. Right. Well, here's my reason as to being against technology. I was in a cafe uh, last night, mm. and uh, I have TripAdvisor on my phone. Now, yeah. I walked into the cafe. And just by my location, I didn't have TripAdvisor open or anything. By my location, I got an alert telling me what's good to order at that cafe. Never. Once you're in a cafe, this is the rule with TripAdvisor. Right. Once you're in, never check. It won't be good. (laughs) Firstly, it won't be good. But secondly, how did they know I was there? I understand location services, but there's still a part of me that thinks someone's in a control center somewhere in the world who pressed a button to make sure I knew what's good there. Didn't you know all cafes employ someone down the back? (laughs) It's constantly on the phone to TripAdvisor. Yeah, Dom's here. And <laughs> Set they off say, his alarm. The one you want to get is the most expensive <laughs> thing on the menu. Uh, that's all we've got time for on this show. If you want to hear the whole thing back, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. Uh, you can download the podcast there. 
Till tomorrow night, Zach, that's us out. See ya. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.